This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, those agents just keep getting into trouble. They walk from one combat encounter into another combat encounter. Well, that's one way to clear a dungeon. So a couple things. First of all, make sure you do go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. You can find out all about the upcoming Kickstarter for the Battlezoo Bestiary and the new monster part system. That's right. Myself and Mark Steifer, one of the four leads who designed Pathfinder 2nd Edition, have created a system that allows you to take a monster, kill that monster, cut it up into pieces, and then allow you to turn to any piece of weapons, armor, shield, skill item, magic item, you name it. The system will work with anything in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. It will work with guns and gears. It'll work with your home game. It'll work with, well, anything. You name it. I can't even get into it how insanely good the system is. And if you want to hear the system in action, join the Patreon and you too can hear us using the system in our Roll for Combat Malevolence playthrough where we are actually using the system. And it is awesome. Perfectly balanced, written by Mark. We tested it thoroughly to make sure it works perfectly with Pathfinder. It uses all the exact math, all the exact power. It is incredible. And that will be featured in the book. This is the big super secret section I've been talking about. And as good as that is, there's more. We even have character options. There's two new archetypes. There's the monster mage where you can kill monsters, steal their powers and their spells and use them yourself. That's right. You can actually absorb their special powers. That is an archetype written by Mark. And then there's the vestige hunter. Where you can actually kill a monster take their appendages and attach it to your armor. So if you see a dragon, you cut off their wings, you attach it to your armor, now you can fly. You see a dragon head that breathes fire, cut off that head, attach it to your shield, now you can breathe fire. Or better yet, your shield breathes fire. Or better yet, you can actually eat those monster parts and then you get those abilities. It is awesome. Both archetypes written by Mark Cypher, they are incredible. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much cool monster stuff. And the Kickstarter, we're going to have adventures. We're going to have new ancestries. We're going to have, well, it's all amazing. And everyone who's working on this, every single person has worked on Pathfinder 2nd Edition in some capacity, and they all work at Paizo. So this system, we're working very, very hard to make sure it is perfectly balanced with Pathfinder 2nd Edition and anything that ever comes out in the future. 
Once again, kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. It launches August 31st. This way you'll get notified as soon as it launches, and I will continue to talk about it. And you can also go to the Discord. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com, and you can ask me questions, and I will talk a lot about the new monster part system, a lot about the books, and everything else. And don't worry, I did not forget about the monsters themselves. I'll be talking more about the Kickstarter, but we're going to be featuring the monsters from the Beast Area front and center. So everything's going to be covered. This is going to be biggest bang for your buck. I'm making sure that you get as much material as possible from what we are putting out that you can use in any, any Pathfinder game, whether it's your homebrew, whether it's an adventure path, you name it, anything that you do, you can use these monsters and these systems in your game. And most importantly, it is going to be perfectly balanced. We work very hard. I have all the people who have written the game. They know what they're doing. We make sure there's not power creep in there. And we did everything in our power that uses the exact same math. And we have the people who actually wrote Pathfinder working on the system. Once again, kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. So one thing I wanted to talk about this week with the agents is that they encounter a monster that has a mechanic that has been around in Dungeons and Dragons for as long as I can remember and is now part of Pathfinder. This is when a monster which has a very specific attack that can grab you with like a tendril or a tentacle and then hold you, do damage to you, and then even do things like add in feeble to you. And the only way for you to get out of this is to either escape or to actually damage the tendril. Now this sounds fine except for one small problem. Creatures like this that actually have these long tendrils, when you attack the tendril and you do damage to it, it does not affect the overall HP of the creature itself. For example, if the creature has 150 hit points and you get grabbed by the tendril and you're in big trouble because this thing is damaging you and you want to escape, you attack the tendril, you crit it, you do 50 points of damage, good job. Well, guess what? The HP of the monster doesn't change one bit. That monster still has 150 hit points. All you did was sever the tendril and get free. And that's it. And then the very next round, it just takes another tendril, it grabs you, and repeats. So this has been around for as long as I can remember. And sure enough, PCs hate this rule. In fact, if you read the rule as written, it says, quote, this attack does not deal any damage to the tendril itself, though it can no longer attack with the severed tendril, end quote. So it says right there, all you do is attack the tendril, sever it, get free, and that's it. And it does no damage to the monster itself. Now, I've sometimes done it where it does like a quarter of the damage you do to the tendril to the monster HP. So at least you're doing a little bit of damage to it. Sometimes I've even done a half if I'm very generous. But I'm curious to hear how you handle it in your game. If you do it exactly rules as written. Or do you actually do some damage to the main HP of the monster? The main reason I'm thinking you should at least do some damage to the monster itself is because the monster already has a huge advantage that it can grab you usually very easily and then hold you at bay while still doing damage to you. But the monster itself can't really be attacked. I'm going to actually ask my friends at Paizo what the design philosophy was behind this. And maybe, I don't know, i got to read the monster stat more carefully. Maybe it has a really low AC. Maybe it's really squishy. Maybe it's very easy to hit. Usually they try to balance it out that, like, yeah, it's attacking you with tendrils, 
but it has really low AC, so it's super easy to hit. Although I'm going to tell you this week, the creature they're encountering has none of those things. It is way too hard for them, so it's going to be fascinating to see how they get out of this. They always seem to get into trouble and always figure out how to get out of trouble. Also, at the end of this episode, I put in another sneak peek of our behind the scenes. As I said, usually we end the episode and then we just talk. And this time we're actually talking about how this dungeon is sort of modeled after Tomb of Horrors of all things and sort of the philosophy behind Tomb of Horrors. So that's just a little sneak peek behind the scenes of what we talk about between episodes. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. Show notes, I don't have a lot this week because I already covered it in the beginning. But I'll talk about something else besides Battlesuit Beast Theory. Let's talk about a few other things. First of all, if you go to the Roll for Combat Discord channel, we completely reorganized the Roll for Combat Discord Lodge. That's where you can play Pathfinder and Starfinder Society games, as well as anything else. If you want to play any other game, no problem whatsoever. But you can actually play the games on the Lodge. We were the very first Lodge ever created for Discord. We're the oldest Lodge. We have nearly 500 tables at this point. And we needed someone to run it because I've just been way too busy. So we have a brand new venture officer. They are in charge of the lodge. So you don't have to worry about me being distracted with so many other things. They're going to grow it. They're going to organize it. They're going to build new relationships. They'll answer all your questions. They'll help out all the GMs. His name is Bring42. And he's gotten a lot of good responses for the changes so far. And he's going to work with me so that you can work with him. If you have any questions or suggestions on how we can make the Roll for Combat Discord channel and running games on Roll for Combat better, let him know. And him and I will figure it out and we can do the work together. So now I have someone dedicated just to that. Also, the Patreon, we're getting all these new patrons. This is great because the more we get, it just keeps building on itself. Before, when we would do the live shows, we would have, you know, a small handful of people watching the live shows while we did them. But now we have a whole audience. And as I said, the difference between our show and other shows is other shows, when they're playing their game, they just play their game. We will interact with the audience while we are playing. I often cut that out of the podcast. You don't hear that, so it's not distracting. Once in a while, you might hear us do that. It's pretty rare. But right in the middle of an episode, we will ask your opinion, what we should do, how we should do something, and then we'll usually do it. We'll also just stop in the middle of the show, take breaks, talk with you, answer questions, whatever you want. It's very open. People love talking with you guys. So again, just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com for as little as five bucks. You can well, watch us every week, whenever we play live games. And I also put out the episodes early and anything else I can think of that I can put on the Discord. And also finally, I am going to Gen Con. I believe I might be the only person from Roll for Comic going to Gen Con at this point. Maybe Jason McDonald might be going. Maybe John Stats, he might go as well. We're still figuring it out, but I'm going to be there. If you want to hook up with me, if you want to hang out, whatever you want, just let me know. I will be there. Just hit me up on the Discord channel. I'm very easy to get in touch with. I'm always on my Discord. I'm very responsive. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com and check that out. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. So as 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 Lomang and Dougie are looking around, suddenly they're like checking out. Lomang's like, I can jump that. Dougie's like, I think I can climb that. And out of the edges and the sides come these lashes. A sticky tendril. Oh no. Extending from his body. 
to lash on top of. Oh, let's see who it's oh, going to hit. Hero point, hero point time. <laughs> in, in Soviet Russia, cave climb you. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Let's see. This is going to be funny. Roll for combat. Wolfgang has those little, uh, that, that hair that looks like a tendril that might mm -hmm. attract it, mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal. A human ruffian rogue. It will do a flurry of strands, and it makes a stranded strike with each of its strands. So oh, it's going to try to attack no. Lomang and Dougie first. Oh, first we'll hit Lomang. no. Oh, does a 32 hit Lomang? Of course it does. Miss. Oh, and a Dougie gets hit too. Uh, uh, Zero points of damage. Oh, good. Oh, we're safe then. Yeah, I'm thinking not. I'm thinking it's just something worse. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Oh, no. Now you're stuck. You're stuck to the uh, rope. You're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I don't feel any damage whatsoever. <laughs> we are perfectly safe right you now. You are perfectly Safe. That was the flurry. <laughs> Next, pull the strands. That it pulls sound every good. creature grabbed, which you are. Do we not get a saving throw or something? It's an attack. Uh, uh, <laughs> and let's see. He rolls a athletics check. So, by the way, you are all enfeebled and grabbed. And enfeebled. Enfeebled. Enfeebled is bad. Oh. Enfeebled. It's what basically minus one to everything. And let's see. So it will do an athletics check against each of you. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Huh. Good luck again on that. Okay. These are the last two people that you want to... Uh... First one is a 28. What is your... Uh, I believe it's your reflex. Oh, sorry. Against your fortitude. What's your fortitude, Lomang? Fortitude save? Yeah, what's your fortitude save? Plus 14. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang. An orc tiefling monk of the crane style. Plus 14, so he needed to roll a 24. He succeeds in pulling oh, you towards God. him. God. <laughs> what is it? Plus 20? He automatically hits me. I'm, 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 I'm a fortitude uh, plus 12. 30! Yeah. So he critically succeeds in pulling you. So, okay. So, oh, he can pull you 50 feet closer to his maw. Okay, that's all of his actions. So now you guys are hanging over the pit, and he is pulling you up. So Hello, it's like a so, man. So wait, it's like a stalactite <laughs> that's got arms. Yeah, yeah, like a roper, basically. It's a roper. Yeah, it's, it's a, a roper. roper. It's a roper. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Okay. That's rough. All right, so... Lomag, you're up. All right, now, so how do I try to break out of that? You can either sever the strand with slashing damage or kill it. <laughs> Wait, there's no breaking out of a grapple? That's... No, you, you, there's not a grapple. You're stuck. It's not even grappled. You have the grapple condition. You're stuck to the strand. You have to cut it off. I didn't know there's a... fly trapped in I didn't know there's a condition called stuck. Well... They are kind of using the existing rules to make it work. So you can either sever a strand with a target attack that deals 
slashing damage, or you can kill it. <laughs> Those are your options to get out. Well, I might have a lawyer for this, possibly, because I have that. I have that shark tooth charm. Remember that? I thought you sold that. No, I have it. I don't believe I sold it. It's on my character sheet. Yeah, you still have it. You do. So there is a thing with that. It's like you command. It's a free action. It's a trigger. You can attempt to escape using acrobatics for your roll, but you haven't rolled yet. Expert in acrobatics. Uh, Dried seaweed bracelet is lined with charms shaped like shark teeth. When you activate the bracelet, if you roll success on a triggering on a on the triggering check, you get a critical success instead. Yeah, but you're not escaping. Yeah, this is all acrobatics check against the ground. Right, this was to an escape. It's use an escape. Using acrobatics for your roll. So there's no escape roll. Yeah, no, there. It's not acrobatics. First of all, it's it's athletics. That's the uh, grappling, and this is not athletics. I don't know about that. It could be both. It could be either or. You can really choose. I'm looking at acrobatics. There's nothing about. That's all balance and tumbling and maneuvering. Yeah, but you just heard me read these items specifically said that, right? You may. Attempt to escape using acrobatics for your roll. So it's right, a, right. It's you a, attempt to using that. acrobatics if you that. haven't rolled yet. Right. And you're but an expert. None of that's working because it's like, all right. So, I mean, there's a lot of problems here. Like, if we kill it, then we fall. Is that yeah. This is, uh, it's a little upsetting because this is like tailor-made for athletics. I'm finally able to use it, but it has below, a different mechanic. Below is what? What kind of drop is that? That is, let's see. It looks like you can fall about 100 feet, which means you'll take 50 bludgeoning damage. Actually, how much How much is 75 feet? 75 feet would be 75 divided by 2. That's how much damage you take. All right, so I would not kill me. I could survive that fall. Like this is only a 100-foot drop? To that area, and then it kind of rolls down. So, yeah, where okay. you are now. Or you might be able to hit the bridge, because you're like right off. I've got bridge. all kinds of mechanics. i got wall jump. I got wall drum. Yeah, that'll that'll help us. We're, we're, we're within stuck. five so, feet right, of a you wall. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to... I think actually... It. I'm going to attack and kill. You know what? I think... I'm just double checking. I think you actually can try to escape. So I'm going to say you can do both because uh, this, this is a very weird and complex creature. So I'm going to say you can either cut it and slash it and then get rid of the strand, which actually will help because then they they lose one of their... There are many, many strands, and that's actually how you take it out of the combat. But you also can escape. And if you want to escape, you would check, you attempt an athletics check against its fortitude DC, and it's an attack. So you basically just do an athletics check. But if you want to use a shark tooth, you can, and then you can use acrobatics yeah. instead. And it's a free action. I mean, the only good thing about the shark tooth is it is consumable, which is, makes it, but it does do damage to it if it keeps holding me. Like it will do damage to that strand. Uh, you know what? If I can try an athletics check to escape, I, I will, am I, would I be able to... Would I just fall straight down, or could I like go, go on to the ledge? I'll say that you have to do a um, grab an edge to grab the edge and not die. All right, let's try it. Okay. Athletics. Athletics. Check. Yep, against his fortitude. 27. What did you roll? A nine, probably. Yeah, you're all the nine. Yeah, but I have you... plus 18. Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. I will say you are able to just 
Well, wait, but you're in you're enfeebled. God, there's so many horrible things on this. But what is the enfeebled from? What is that? It just gives it to you. When you're you're sticky. So it's all poison. strength based damage rolls and athletics checks are minus one. By right, being 26. So it's twenty six. So it's twenty six. So you almost managed to sticky yourself out of the situation, but you're still stuck. So that counts as one attack. Oh man. Uh that's annoying. You know what? I think I will activate the shark tooth then I get well no, you know what? I'll try it again. Let's try it again. Okay, it's just minus five. Well really minus six. This thing is nine feet tall and weighs a ton. It's hanging from the ceiling, pulling you in. Does he roll? What does he roll? 31! There we go. That's Minus a six. Roll. 30. 25. Does not oh, make it. Six. Shit, 25. <laughs> Fuck. Sucks. Uh, third action, huh? You know what? You should just attack it. Yeah, negative 10, negative 8. Well, I mean. There's nothing else. I mean, I'll go. I'll go. You're gonna to, fall, and then, then it's gonna hit you with its tentacles. I'll, I'll go, again, I go into crane, crane stance. I do crane stance. Crane stance while flying in the air with the greatest of ease. Mm-hmm. Gomez, I don't even know if you know. They're gone. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I, I, I move to the edge over here. I, I see what's going on, and I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and, and some some RP safety net. And I don't know mechanically how this works, but it, it but it makes narrative sense, so I'm doing it. I cast web underneath them to create a, a net to catch them if they fall. Oh, that's cool. Huh. That's really cool. It's clever. Yeah, that's a 10-foot burst. You create a sticky <laughs> well, web in the area. Perfect, that's 10 foot. Fills it with difficult terrain. There's more than enough room. So sure, underneath them appears a trampoline. For the flying Menendez brothers or the yeah. flying Dougie Lomang brothers, and uh, so cool. you got you guys just go house, kill it, yeah, kill and, it. Exactly. And, and and I got you. I like I got, that. I, I like you. that plan. Just kill it, buggy. Kill dazzle your crit, crit, crit. I want to see a triple crit. Since I can see a corner of it, that implies I can. Uh, I have a firing solution. Yes. So I'm going to pull out my bow. I'm going to devise a stratagem, and I'm going to attack it. This is absolutely the optimal thing. Dougie and Lomang getting caught with you two down there. Oof, a two. That's not going to work. Mm. And I no longer have enough actions to cast a spell. So, well, I can cast shield, so I'll cast shield on myself. <laughs> that's, a, that's a single action. In case we're attacked. All right. In case he's attacked from 30 feet away. Uh, Dougie, you are. I don't know what its range is. Uh... It's pretty long. These things are like 50 feet long, by the way. <laughs> they're, they're ropes. And he's got four more free, Gomez. Uh, okay, Dougie, you're up. You got okay, one so attack I'm... attached to you. I get, yeah, I'm going to do the double slice on that thing to uh, cut it, cut myself free. Okay, you're going to try to cut it. Yeah. So, uh, main gosh, without the wounding room. And I roll a one. Oh, no. Oh, that's a bummer. It's stuck. It's stuck to my hand. I can't cut it. All right, now the rapier. That's a little bit better. Let's go for a natural 20 for a whole bunch of damage. Well, here's the oh, beautiful that's thing. A whole bunch of damage. The good news is you uh -oh. slice the strand free, and you are now free. 
The bad news is it actually fifty does, damage. Does zero damage to the rope to the rapier itself. It only cut the thing off. It does no damage to oh, it. Oh, for God's yeah. sakes! That was fifty freaking damage. No, you wanted to get free, so now you are free. It's it's one hundred percent following standard roper procedure. Yeah. So you're gonna fall. You can give me a catch and edge if you want to try to. I've land. never fought. I've never fought a roper. Uh, yeah, I'll catch an edge. That's an give athletic me a reflex. Save. Reflex. Just reflex save. Twenty. I'll say you do it. So you can land right there. So you're back on the ground. You miss the uh, stickiness. Actually, I. Yeah, I, I should not be like prone or anything like that because I have cat reflexes. That is like a zero foot fall for me. I didn't say you were. Okay. Just I love how I love say. how acrobatic and kung fu you are, considering your roly poly oh, character type. It's no. like it's like you're like you're like one of those like overweight guys at the somersaults he's and Jackie cartwheels. Chan's uh, partner, the the overweight guy. The overweight right, guy. right, right. All right. Well, the good news is you're on the ground. The bad news is how are you going to reach this thing? Oh. I've got a simple solution for that. It's going to pick me up again. <laughs> you, you just got yourself free. Okay, well, one strand well, down, five to go. Well, I'm not going after any more strands. I'm going after the body now. I know the way of the roper. Okay. The roper is going, and... Take me, take me, attack me. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Here's where it gets weird. What languages can can anyone? What languages can people speak? Uh, Dougie can speak common. What <laughs> does the so? What does he say? Does he? What, what does uh, Lobank speak? I think uh, I speak uncommon. <laughs> is, that a, <laughs> is that a language? No, uh, it's listed on here. Uncommon, neutral, good, medium, humanoid. Now, I, I speak orc, common, and tiefling. Basil, what do you say? Oh no, I speak I speak orc. That's it. I'm checking. And uh and Gomez. Common, Draconic, Goblin, Kalish, and Oriziani. None of those are good. Okay. Up to you, Basil. I can't even find where languages are listed. Yeah, sorry, where are la- I'm trying to figure out where languages are in here left. It's on the character sheet on right under your picture. Oh, there they are. Common, Dwarven, Elven, Goblin. Oh, I know Elven, too. Yeah. Common, Dwarven, Elven, Goblin, Halfling, and Tengu. None of you. I'm we should chat in, go- in Goblin. We did an Oriziani once, and, and that came in to play. Yeah. So the uh, the Roper, it is opening up its jaw, opening up its mouth, not to eat Lomang, but is actually saying something. It is literally talking to you. And you hear like, you have no idea what it's saying, but it's hmm. actually trying to negotiate with you of somehow. Okay. Huh. Oh man, you're up. He didn't eat you. And he hasn't done damage to you. He hasn't done damage to you. All right. So I, I will use sign language then. I will point to me and then point to the platform behind me. Put me over there. Oh, that's pretty smart. I point to it. I say, Put me over there. Drop okay, me. Okay, give me your diplomacy roll. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, sign language diplomacy. I love this. Do you have sign language listed as a language, which it is now <laughs> in Pathfinder, by the way. Wow. It is a listed language that you can take. Do you have it? Of course not. Of course you don't. 17. It's not, not bad. bad. Not bad. I mean, it's a pretty simple thing. Gomez, you're up. 
You have plus uh, one. I, I, will, I will attempt sign language diplomacy and try to communicate with them, with him, that we're not food and uh, we have bigger fish to fry. We have other business to take care of. So let's call it quits here. Oh, is it, do I just take a diplomacy check out of minus or something? Sure, sure. You take a diplomacy check. We'll see what and you... I, I work into it. I, I name drop Sharky. Maybe they, maybe they know each other. Maybe they're related. They're both weird dungeon creatures. We may have learned something from Sharky. 25. Not bad, Gomez. Not bad. What are you wearing, Gomez? Uh, I'm wearing my uniform, right? Yeah. Oh, you he have wants something shiny. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he does. What? What? Um. Oh, I know what he's gonna do. The Roper. When you talk to him, one of his tentacles. You get. You get scared because it looks like he's about to attack you. But instead, he is like going right up against your Arudin trinket on your chest. It seems oh, he wants that. Basil, you're up. Or at least you don't know if he wants it, but it seems to be pointing towards that. Well, I mean, I don't want to antagonize the situation if there's a chance it's working, but... You get all these ready in action. I'm going to do expeditious inspection to see if I know anything about these things. There you go. That's what you want. Okay. Occultism. What is your occultism? Let's see. What did you roll? Ooh, you rolled a 19. Good job. He rolled a 19 or modified it up to 19? He rolled a 19 plus his mod if he rolled a nice oh that's really good then by the way whenever you roll on something that's uncommon the recall knowledge is much harder and so you need to get into the 30s that last guy you fought was very hard you found out and this guy you fought well you didn't fight him yet this is a roper he wants gems i bet and ropers are very very hard to find as you found out the hard way you know they hang out and look like large stalactites or stalagmites or a pillar of ice and they're ambush predators and they do exactly what they just did is that they release their ropes they get you stuck and then they pull you up into their maw and then eat you and they're really hard to kill they have enormous amounts of hit points they have six thin sticky tendrils that they can use they obviously can do that flurry and just like get everyone in their in their way. They can pull them up. They're very hard to unstick. But what you do know about them is they're extremely intelligent and weird. And they like to collect things, often from their victims. Like an octopus. Yes. He like has an, an octopus. octopus garden on top of the... Yes, they, they are weird and otherworldly but they do like collecting things they have do have to catch them all that is what you know use it as you will all right i i have an idea hmm. i have a heading plan when it's my turn again oh and they're weak to fire Jason, huh. you're still up yeah no i'm thinking uh, in that case i put my bow away i get out my flame staff <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> great <laughs> and i cast a produce flame near it but not hitting it what? Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Show okay. of intimidating force. Just letting it know we've gotten a source of fire. Okay. Doggy, you're up. Do I notice this stuff? I have a super high perception. I have a master of perception. I don't know if that's a separate rule or if... Notice what stuff? If, what are you if, talking about? Well, uh, does... Did, did, 
with everything, Basil, you share what you know with the party. I mean, is that something? Well, I mean, how much can I share in six seconds? Is I suppose is a legitimate question. Yeah, I mean, do I see him pointing at the thing? I've got extra of these amulets. Like, I don't okay, care. About that's them. how it works. This is how it works. I gave you that information, Basil. You either tell him. Where you don't. That is what Basil knows. Dougie, you don't know this. If you want to know this, you spend okay. an action and you do an occultism, unless Basil says what the, he does. So In that case, I'll go, they like collecting things and they're vulnerable to fire. That seems like amount of information I could deliver in six seconds. That's enough. That gives me an idea. Right. I, I have these two extra... Hey, this is our first friend in the dungeon, so... That's why I was collecting these little uh, amulets. So I'm going to dangle the amulet. Say, woohoo! Okay, so spend an action to pull out an amulet and then another action to dangle it. Or you can take two actions to pull out two amulets and dangle them. Just just one. We might okay. meet another friend. Okay, you dangle, you dangle the... Uh, okay. Oh, maybe the ribbons and everything's its collection. Yeah. Like an octopus garden is like a real thing. That's uh that's not a made up thing. Octopuses decorate their 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 little holes, their hidey holes with like shells and stuff sometimes. That's what this is. He does two things as he sees you use that show of force. He moves 5 feet away, bringing Lomang with him cuz he does not want to no. get burned. <laughs> so he's moving further into the chasm. And this whole area, like, this whole area is, like, covered with ribbons. Like, everything. Yeah, what are these ribbons? Everything. What is that? There's just a lot of trinkets up in there. And Lomang is, like, hanging and sees them all. He goes, oh, yeah, there's a lot up here. And the roper, Zettelbrek, tries to talk to you again. Ziggy. Ziggy. He's saying, it's like, says all this. You have no idea what he's saying. Don't you have a scroll of comprehend languages? It's really useful. He's trying to communicate and trying to work out a deal, but none of you can understand it. I have the written version of Comprehend Languages, but that doesn't help us. Oh, man, you're still hanging, and now you're right, can it... now you're over the ledge. Are any of these ribbons attached to a magic item? You have no idea. <laughs> There's I'm going to start grabbing some ribbons. You can't, you're not even near the top. You're still dangling. You're like... The roper itself is, ten, is nine feet tall, and you're still... Like, where you are is, I would say, 20 feet from the ceiling. Like, you're 15 feet from the ceiling. Yeah, Comprehend Languages is audible. You are literally hanging. Like, there is nowhere for you to go. You either hang there, try to figure something out, or get free. That's what Or the web doing. is or the kill it. Though, right? Yeah, you're still over the web. You're still over the web. Yeah, I mean, this is not this is not acceptable to me. I mean, it's, you know, it's moving away, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, I pull out my dagger and I cut the uh, the thing that's holding me. Okay. Do you have? Yep. Roll your dagger. Do your attack. Nineteen. You can't even get through the toughness Let's of. Try the again. Okay. Nineteen. Let's try Two. again. Crit fish. No, that's it. No, you want to pull out. One to cut. Oh yeah, one yeah, to yeah. Attack. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Gomez, they're, he's moving away. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I tried to get his attention with a with, with a trinket. Give me a yes. What what trinket? A simple feather from some exotic bird. The shaft dipped in gold, bearing an arcane rune. I hold up a, t- a feather token, and additionally, in my other hand, yes, it's a badge. 
This is a job for the Diplomat's badge. When displayed prominently, this brass badge makes creatures find you more agreeable, gain a plus one bonus to diplomacy checks. Activate. Uh, once per day, attempt a DC 20 check to recall knowledge about people of, of a human ethnicity, a non-human ancestry, or some other type of creature. GM determines what your options are. If you succeed, the badge's bonus increases to plus two for diplomacy checks with creatures of that group for the rest of the day. So I try to use my diplomacy badge to boost my knowledge of uh, these the strange roper-like creatures. Okay. And I try to offer it my uh, feather token bird in exchange for Lomag. <laughs> okay. Give me a roll. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with gas. All right. So first, what's, a, I guess, society? Society check? Knowledge check? DC 20 knowledge check? I got to pass first. Okay. I do that. And if I get that, then I get plus two instead of plus one. What's the knowledge check on to know yeah, what Yeah, I think that's up to you. I have a decent society. Well, it's not society, but you actually. Uh, uh, how about a, how about occultism? I it got is a plus occultism. Plus occultism. And you, um, you're like, All right, plus oh occultism. yeah, this is a roper, and you you totally recognize many of the similar things that Basil knew that they that they uh, they're of the mimic type family. They're like okay, the cousins. so so I'm trying the diplomacy check. I get the extra plus one, so it's plus two. So it's plus two instead of plus one for the badge. Uh-huh. And I I, I, I I offer him my uh, feather token bird. Okay. Uh, shiny, shiny, cool-looking feather. You can do the roll. In exchange. Wow. And I, that's not, I, I, I didn't make any kind of modifications for all that jazz we just did. So that's a 32-33. Right. Mm, which feather token did you take out, or tokens... I, I did go cheap. I have two of the bird, so I, I'm offering him one of my two birds. <laughs> you're like, look at the Did you pretty... give him the bird? No, you're giving <laughs> him the I'm bird. Giving, I'm giving him the bird. I'm giving and, him the bird. And, and, and the, uh, the language discrepancy uh, makes it that he doesn't know what you're talking about. Basil, are you going to try to burn him again? Maybe he'll run all no, the way into the I cavern. Am to, I am going to make a display of putting my staff to the side. <laughs> And then I'm going to cast Comprehend Languages because it lets me understand him. Oh, good you that's that. good. I can't speak it, but I can understand what he's saying now. And then I kind of gesture to my ear and say, say it again or you know, speak again. Okay. Very, very good. I was wondering when someone would remember that spell exists and they had it. Dougie, you're up. What do you well, do? I just oh, didn't you remember that you do at level <sighs> two. You do get to understand what they're saying, but you can't speak it. It's level three to speak it back. Right. Uh, Dougie can only go woohoo and jingle the <laughs> and jingle uh, the, uh, the, the, the the amulets. Uh, he, he either notices me or he doesn't. Okay. Maybe I hurt his feelings by cutting off his little appendage. No, he definitely doesn't like that. His noodly appendage. So you can understand it now, Basil. And it's saying, ooh, decorations. Me want decorations. More decorations. Many decorations. Bring decorations. It comes a little bit closer, and it seems to reach out towards Gomez and Dougie to grab the decorations. It's like putting its tentacles out, and that's it. Well, man, you're still there. You're hanging, hanging with a thread. <laughs> Look at Lomang, uh, he's dangling. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll delay my action till after these guys all go. Gomez, you're up. 
the, the tentacles are right in front of Gomez and right in front of Dougie. Easy enough that you can just like put it right in. It's it's grabby tentacle if you want it to. All right, this might this might be time. It's a it's a big spell, but this might be time for this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm using. You don't want to just give him the thing. Creation. It takes a minute. You conjure a temporary object. It of, takes from, a minute. It takes a oh, oh it takes a minute. Yep. All right. Well, I can do something now. I can do something now. I will use press and digitation. Oh. Uh, to make temporary to make a temporary object of negligible bulk, make a made of congealed magical substance. It does look crude and artificial, and is extremely fragile. But so is a Christmas tree ornament. And I try to I, I try to make I try I try to make a thing or a variety of thing in sequence that would be pleasing to the rover. Okay. Well, you also it's it's tentacles right in front of you, and uh, so you spend two actions press to digitating. You have your Christmas oh, tree exactly. ornament. Oh, that's true. Actually, look, cast and... it's, one, it's one action. I, I can make three. It's like I have three actions. I could do I could do one and another and another. No, it's two three. actions. Press the digitation is two actions. I, I'm looking at it now. It says cast one. No, I'm looking at it right now. I just I just press the button. It's two action, two actions. Everything's two actions. There's nothing that's one. So, oh well, then then uh, Hero Labs got it wrong because it has it has cast in brackets one somatic verbal. That's a mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake on their part. So prestidigitation's action, two actions. Everything's two actions. The only thing that's one action is heal, magic missile, and focus spells. That's it. There's nothing else, pretty much. Everything's two actions. Got one action left. It's... Well, you got the idea. Like the idea is, oh, like, yeah, is no, like, you pull, pull some magic tricks to try, to try and to try and yep. to give them something. You got a whole bunch of Christmas tree ornaments, and you got a beautiful feather and a waiting tentacle. One action left. What do you do? Oh, uh, like a, a hand on the feather. Ooh, okay. He eagerly grabs the feather and it sticks right to the tentacle like a fly paper. Basil, you're up. I remove my dueling cape. I f- wave it and flourish it. And then I place it on the ground and I bow and gesture at it. Really? Okay. Well, he didn't say what kind of decorations and some of them were like cloth ribbons and stuff. True. Dougie. What do you do? There's a uh, sticky strand right in front of you. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to extend the whatchamajig, uh, 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 the trinket, the, the amulet, uh, into the, the, uh, the tentacle. Amulet. Okay. It yeah, when it eagerly grabs that. It's like, rah, 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 rah. It, likes, it likes that All one right. a lot. You got a, two actions left. I don't have anything else on. I'm looking on my character. I don't have anything. Um, what about a rope? I would give him my rope. You're spending an action to take it out and then yeah, take out yeah, and give him a rope. Are nice, you literally nice roping the roper <laughs> yeah, with a yeah, rope? Yeah. Wow. I'm giving him a rope. He's... Are you hoisting him on his own petard? <laughs> what is going on here? I think the recursion loop will cause the universe to explode. Okay, it grabs the rope. Zittel Berek seems very pleased and sees this and saying decorations decorations and see you guys it, 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 he's pulling them up and seems to be like attaching them to the to the ceiling with his other trinkets and colorful ribbons and stuff and uh while he does that he uh he lets go of lo mang finally <laughs> falls God. And I'll just say you land. 
uh, right next to Gomez. Well, he's got the web, Dougie. Too. Yeah, it's a it's he's he's finessy enough that he <laughs> jumped down. I don't even need you to roll because you're Mr. Kung Fu. And okay, Zetel Berek is busy arranging his new trinkets. What do you do? Sorry, Lomang, you're up. Uh, arranging his trinkets. I think now's a good time to uh, get out of here. I say I think we should. Leave Did you see trinkets. anything of value while you were you know up what? there? <laughs> Maybe we come back and do detect magic later, but I, I yes, I, there's things up there. Really? Huh. I, I go over here because I'm scared of that rubber. <laughs> you were traumatized. Okay. I want to. I want to give him the necklace of fireballs and then detonate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> I'm not right, really serious, but a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Okay, so Loman goes to that hallway and. That hallway is actually, that's to the west of the stairwells that goes down. That's collapsed. So that's a collapsed hallway and it seems to end. There's no more way up. So just FYI. Hmm. Do you want to do any more movement? (laughs) I'll go up there a little bit and see what's up. Okay, you move up to the hallway. I'll search search that rubble, yeah. Oh, it's completely impassable and there's no way past it. It is a collapsed hallway that went somewhere. Gomez is up. He took your trinket, and he took your feather, and you still have your Christmas ornament, um, but he looks like he's busy for now. What do you do? And so and I kind of lost the plot here a little bit, lost the thread a little, a little bit. So is Lomang still in the creature's grip? No, I'm, I'm, I left. So uh, He let me go, and I moved away. So, so we can withdraw. I, I want to <sighs> withdraw. I'm withdrawing. I thought we were out of combat. No, you're in combat. We're still going through it. Oh, I, Pay attention, all right. man. All right. So Gomez withdraws up to the north. Basil's up. Again, the roper seems to be busy. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. We're going south, though, right? Because there's nothing else to do up north unless we're going to pick the lock on this gate. Wait, where's Lomang? Is he still up at the... Lomang went to the west. I went to the west. I said, I'm, like, I'm, I'm scared. But I'm like... Yeah, there's a there's blocked off hallway here. Rubble. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go back down to this intersection. All right, well, you need an action to pick up your cloak, an action to move Well, over. I was going to leave the cloak. I was going to oh, okay, leave the cloak. Wow. Yeah. A cloak? Oh, well, okay. and now that, I'm, I, now that I'm a mage, I have shield, which basically serves the same function. Doggy, what do you do? So, I'm going to go follow Lumming and see what's up there. What is that? It is a collapsed, collapsed hallway. Hallway. That's something searchable. So, however far I can get and search, I mean, it's weird because we're still in combat. So, I don't know how much I can do. Okay. Zetel Beric is starting to put down his strands again. He's looking for more stuff. You guys better, uh, you know, you had your chance to get out, but I don't know why you went to a dead end. Uh, Zetel Beric is, is grabbing the cloak and is talking and says, Bring more decorations. Decorations. Me need decorations. Well, man, you're up. Gomez can now create stuff for him. It takes a minute. I move there. I open that door. Oh, no, I can't open that door. The door is locked. Like, heavily locked. Oh, wait, he's in the hallway now? Ah. Yes. All right, that's fine. (laughs) You know what? Fuck this thing. I think we, we fight it near where the rubble is. That's fine with me. I mean, I'll go there. Gomez, you're up. I delay. Basil, you're up. 
I'm going to delay too because, as far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm at the safe part of the area, and I don't know that these guys are going to attack us. Like you're up. Like you're up. Sorry, I was sneezing. I mean, you know, it's never it's never going to be satisfied with that. It's... Yeah. Well, this is I, I gave him a whole rope. He could do. He should be able to do a whole bunch of stuff with that rope. I don't know yeah. why he's. Well, you got him a rope, a cape, you yeah. bobbles and shiny. Trinkets. Yeah. I mean. I mean, how much more does he need? I'm searching through the rubble for baubles for this thing. That's what I'm going to do. There you are. <laughs> you find gold nuggets. It's, it's literally just, there's nothing there. There, Okay, there's no, like, uh, iron, scrap iron or anything. I'm looking. What weapons do we have that I don't need? I don't have really anything that I don't want. You look through the rubble, it's a collapsed hallway. There's dirt, rock, and more dirt. Zithal Barracks oh, is going, and it's kind of like making his his tentacles flailing around and goes a little bit south just a little bit towards basil and and says decorations decorations and it's like reaching its tentacles towards you uh basil and its tentacles can go about 50 feet so you're not out of the woods 50 feet 50 wow five zero wow so it's it's reaching towards you basil Tentatively, it doesn't look like it's attacking you, but it looks like it wants to start fishing and pulling items off of you. Give Blow it your sword game, up. Basil. All right, you know what? I'm yeah, that's and, not happening. I think I'm going to try and draw it to our kill room again. I think that's the plan. This thing is also probably three times harder than the headless horseman you just fought. <laughs> Isn't that meta though? Do we know that? You actually do know that this thing is like super deaf. All right, so let me move. We're just waiting. So how high is the ceiling? How high is the ceiling over here? Where you are now? No, uh, that's not that high. Like this hallway. The hallway? It can't fit in the hallway. Like how? how it can't how fit. Tall, how tall is it? It can't fit in the hallway. Cannot. But it, it is. I'm talking about this hallway that it's fitting in. That's. Uh, well, that hallway is because it actually is. That area is over the cavern. So like that's the only area like where it is. But then it goes back to normal hallway. This is sort of the only part, this area here. It's sort of the only area where, here, I'll draw on the map to show you what I mean. Like, that's the only part is it, it like, can go. Is it supposed to be much bigger than what we see there? No, that's as far as it can go. Like, that that area of the hallway, it can sort of go above. And it's like, it's, it's just covering it, but it can't go really down the hallway without, like, I mean, it could, but it'll take up the entire hallway. It's way too big. I mean, it's I can't get past tall. it. I, I don't. I don't want to be in its vision. I don't want it to grab me. So I think we just sort of wait it out. So you know what? I'm going back to the bottom. Well, there's a reach of fifty feet. So yeah, but it's there gonna you go. Come, it's gonna have to there come over you there. go. It's gonna have to come over there. Do we have anything we could throw down the Gomez. throw down toward the north that it would chase right. or something? Well, Gomez you... still has the trinkets and still has the Christmas decorations. It only took the one thing, the other thing. Right, so uh, Prestidigitation can also uh, color and clean things, and so uh, I spent I, so I cast it three times. Or I, I got what I which is two actions. Like it's like I, I try to dazzle him by changing the color of things and shining up things to make him look sparkly and more more decorationy. Okay, I don't know what things are, but okay, so the items in your hand you make sparkly. Sure. Like what? Like what? Like what does he have now? He has what? He's a rope, a cloak. No, like those what, are he attached. The he has the cloak, but the other ones he already uh, attached to the ceiling. Well, but there's other stuff attached to the ceiling. There's tons of things attached to the ceiling. 
Uh, all right, I draw attention to the ceiling, and the things that are drab that should be shiny, I make shiny. The okay. things, that, the things that are the things that are dull that should be vibrant, I make vibrant. Okay. And I try to enhance his decorations okay. to his pleasure. Two actions, you do that. You got one action left. He's gonna decide to keep you. That's a, and, and I'll just like, and I'll, uh, I'll try to diplomatize him in mine and soothing tones to to try to uh, enhance his uh, uh, impression of us. Okay. Basil, you're up. I'm going to back off a little further. Way further. <laughs> no, but I want to still be, if something goes sideways, I want to be close enough. And I will sort of, I will hold the staff, the fire staff, but in a non-threatening manner. I'll just kind of have it in my hand. Okay. Tuggy's up. All right. Jeez, I have another one of those stupid uh, amulets. I'm going to give him an amulet. Here you go. Have an amulet. Let me give him an amulet. Mm. And then... I'm going to walk right on by <laughs> if, he, if he lets me. Well, one action to pull out the amulet, one action to walk by. All right, so maybe I'm not. Yeah, you can well, walk up to him and give it to him. I only moved 25, so I can't do any of that. You so, can pull it out, walk to him, and give it to him. Those are your three that's actions. Th- that's where I am. That's where I am with okay. extending the... Uh, okay, you're, you're done. so far, fairly far away. Okay, Zettel Barrack. Gets a little closer and extends out his tentacles. And uh, not only does he seem to want to take the amulet, but it seems to want to take anything else that's shiny on you, Gomez and Dougie. It seems to now starting to want to take your items, not just the things that you're giving him. Lomang, what do you do? Mm. God, I, this thing is so annoying. I know. Is it going to let us walk by him? You haven't tried. doesn't look it. looks like it wants shiny he Isn't there like an acrobatic way to get past something? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a move mo- through, through monster. Yeah, it's it's tumble, tumble through. Yeah. yeah, tumble. All right, I'll try. Well, I don't know how Gomez is going to get by. Gomez, do you have a lawyer to get out of this? <laughs> I have my silver tongue. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, pest form. All right, oh, so that's a good idea. move, tumble. If you I, can do it. A, uh, skill check, right? Yeah, it's used up. So I believe acrobatics. That's tumble pretty good. Through. So it is one action. You try to acrobatics against the reflex DC of a roper, which is crazy, crazy dexterous. Where is he? I took him away. He's back. It's reflex. Ooh, actually, you um, you get by. Nice. So success. You move through the enemy space, treating all of them as difficult terrain. Would you? Would you roll? Uh, Thirty. Thirty. Oh, jeez, yeah. So it will take you 20 just to get through his squares to avoid the stickiness. Oh, you got through. Okay. Yeah, 45 is here, and I can move more. Come down and join Basil, because let's see what happens here. Gomez is up. I'm going to try. I'm going to stretch my diplomacy as much as I can. I'm going to try to communicate to him, even though I don't speak his language. Actually, wait. What languages does he speak? I wonder if I can summon... A elemental that might that might share a language with him, and then use him as a translator. That's an interesting idea. All right. Well, I'm going to try this first. I'm going to try to communicate to him that if he follows me, there are baubles and Chinese, the likes of which he could only imagine if he'll only follow me. You literally want him to follow you? Okay. Yes, I want him to follow me. Okay. Good luck. With Is that a roll or something? Yeah, it's just roll. That that uh, that also I also have that plus mm-hmm. two for the rest of the day. All right. Now what? 
<laughs> you get two more actions, we'll say. I try to go past him, and I try to go... And I'm actually, am I still moving fast? I think I'm not. Oh, that's long gone. I'm saying, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, say, follow me, and I'm trying to see if he'll let me by and come come where I'm going. All right. As he, you do that, he grabs the trinket out of your hand, all the Christmas ornaments. So those are all gone. Okay. Basil, you're up. I mean, I'm in the place I need to be, so for the moment, I'm just going to stay, stay tight. Doug, you're up. I'm waiting. Well, yeah, you know what? I'm going to... Give him the trinket. Okay. And while he's distracted, I'm going to do the acrobatics tumble. Okay. Through him. Okay. Athletics. And do I roll that or do you? You do. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Nice. There you go. 33. Dude, you rolled a 19. Yeah, you easily go through his space <laughs> and tumble right through without getting touched. Now it takes, takes right. an entire action for you just to get through his space. So All that's right. two actions, and you have one more left. So I'm going to get out of dodge. One, two, three, four, five. At least as far as out of dodge I can. All right, so Zittel Barrack appears to be sort of busy with the new trinkets it has. It seems to be distracted as it's sort of like grabbing them and sort of attaching them to the ceiling with the rest of its collection. Well, Mag, do you do anything? Crossbow loaded up, ready to go. Gomez, do you do anything? It's right yeah, near you. I, I try to encourage him to follow me, and I want to lead him down the hall back to... I don't know if he'll fit through those passageways or if he'll follow me, but back to... Remember those two treasure rooms that we got half of them in the, in the feather token, but the other half is still behind the bars? Why would you give him all that good treasure? Because, well, for two reasons. For one reason, because we can't get it. For, for another reason, I'm very curious what will happen if he yeah. freaks out at the sight of it and gets and it gets hit by that trap. Yeah, that's like... That's we can get it tomorrow if we come back with a new He's too big to get in there. Yeah, well, I'll see. Whatever. Like, I'm going to try it. All right. Well, didn't you say he can't I try to encourage him to follow me over here. Over here. Over here. Okay, Basil. Like over, up. over, back down the hall, through the little passageway, through yep. the doors to that. You got it, Basil. You're up. And I don't really have anything to do right now, so I'm just gonna kind of wait. Doug, you're up. I am going to, because I was one of the last people to run through. I'm also going to be following. Um, say, come this way, come this way, and that's what I'm going to do. That's okay. Zetol Barrick <laughs> moves a little bit down to the south, and all he does. Or they do is you start seeing the tentacles <laughs> like they actually almost get up to Dougie. <laughs> Dougie is 50 feet away, but wow. his 50 foot long tentacles, <laughs> he's trying to reach where you have gone, but he is not going any further. He hmm. is trying to reach it using tentacles only. So, so he can't move past, like you said. Yeah. Well, he doesn't seem to want to. So, this okay. Is interesting. So, okay. He, he's just sort of like hanging out, looking. So, I'm gonna stop the combat. Here's your option: either go back to him or run away. <laughs> so okay. It doesn't look so, like he doesn't want to go anywhere. He does not. He does not want to leave his his nest. Footprints in the dirt down the secret passageway. Well, okay. So before we end anything, I want to just what I've observed. I don't think anybody goes this way. I think down these stairs is where we really want to go because that is a back entrance. 
that that is an entrance that we could sneak around into the Wachamajigs. So if we can give this guy enough stuff that's going to satisfy his craving, like if I, I, I forget how we left this treasury, I think we could really work a situation here. Just well, that's just an idea. I, I think that we, if we want to go this way, we find a key for that door and we run our asses over there, unlock it, not wasting any time, and yeah. just go in, and close the door. Yeah, <laughs> like just like like this roper is going to go to sleep in a few hours. Let him go; he's going to go away. Like yeah. he wasn't there before, he'll just go back to his little, little or this area. or this dungeon's a multi day day effort. We buy a bunch of shiny stuff, bring it back with us, and chuck it at him while we're going there. And the other thing is there's still these doors to the northeast we haven't even looked at. Yeah, yeah. there's there's three passages you haven't even gone down. And the northwest <laughs> right. is still unexplored. I'm like water. I want to pass pass of, pass of least resistance. Like like there's the, there's literally a trail leading down a passageway. Uh, yeah, that, that we trail, can, we can that's check a out. kill box. That that's what we call well, the, no. the other thing that still makes <laughs> me a, the other thing that still worries me a little. I don't know, man. Be... The, the passageway that came from that came from that we got killed that we almost got killed on twice. That's looking like the kill box to me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. That's the untraveled passage. I'm telling you, that's that's a secret passage. We can attack them from behind. That is that I think is a because well, if we the, if we the... go down, they're expecting people to go down that way. They're going to have guardians. There's going to be traps. There's going to be all kinds of grim stuff that way. I, if I, we I don't just get how past are one expecting, I don't understand how people are expecting people to go down that way. Like we like we discovered that way through through a faint trail in the dirt. Like the, like that seems like the the secret. And either like, way, like always, always might be a trap. Always or might be everything. All I know the is other that one, one is doesn't we, have a rope on it. Well, right. <laughs> don't forget, you were here to rescue the gray cloaks. Right. Forget. So, so the <laughs> oh, thing, that's the right. That might have been the gray that, cloaks yeah. going down. That might right. have been the gray cloaks. Like that, that area seems like it's clearly logically is the way that they would go because they're not going up there with the roper and right. the yes. right, right, guy. Right. They're going to go through. They're going to have their own ambulance because they learned about that part already. They're going to go through, and this is the way they're going to go. It's completely safe. Like clearly, that's their front door. John's probably right. Like, it could be that that's a better entrance. I mean, the over amulets, there. we need a key though. Like, like the, the fact that we have that they have amulets is they're using this dungeon as like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, like it's it, the dungeon itself is a trap. They're using stuff to get through a deadly area, and I just anticipate. So you want to? So you want to solve the? So you want to prioritize solving the roper? You want to? You, you want to set other? other possibilities to decide momentarily like momentarily until we've exhausted all possibilities with the rope i'm i'm i will say i am assuming something but both of these uh passageways go down if we can solve the roper we that's the path of least resistance on the bottom floor. Well, I'll, go put it, I'll go with what everybody so wants to do, but I want to. I want to try. I want to try is. all the other. I want to try all the other possibilities and then return to the rover. I don't want to focus I mean, everything on the. Why rover. not try these two doors to the northeast? Right, right, yeah. about that. Right, yeah. Like, I mean, the thing is, the roper should be the last thing because we like. We, right, we I agree. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We you're shouldn't right, deal with that because we're not going to be able to get yeah. to the door while we're messing with that door. The double doors. Turn, the thing's going to get us. Yeah, like let's just explore where we can go, and then if we have to go that way. Yeah. Okay. I think. I mean, there's this whole. I other do really hallway. want. I do really want to know if I could get him to that. If I could get him one look at what's beside in that treasure room, I would love it. If he freaked how out, how did we leave that treasure room? I forget. You, you looted we... one side, yeah, and you didn't loot the other. One exactly. Side so the other side is. So the other side is like all of those shiny, shiny, shiny. Like it's an entire room. It's a treasure room. 
It's like, I, I would love to see this Roper look at that, flip out, and then kill himself on that trap. I would love to see that. Well, he didn't leave, so don't think that's going to be viable. All right, well, huh. Do we want to uh, try out these devil doors? I like the devil doors. Uh, Show up. Why not? Why not? And then we'll go back to the to the path. Yeah, like I, I feel like I understand the Roper and everything else is still a question mark. I'd rather have some more information about all the other passages first and then revisit the Roper if we need to. Run. Oh, well, my man is going. I'm oh. running because I'm afraid of the Roper. I'm like looking how. for traps as I go. All right, stop. Everyone stop. All right. Wherever you guys are. Okay. Lomang, Dougie, Gomez. I guess Basil stayed behind. As you walk through the hallway, the 20-foot hallway, towards the large double doors in front of you, misty blue hands stretch out from the hallway stone tiles and grasp at everyone. Give me reflex saves. Oh, where's that? Where's the discovery? <laughs> this is the tool for us. We walked into the tool for us. <laughs> Gomez fails with a 19. Lomang. Let's see. I don't know if a 27. 27 I mean, barely makes pretty good. I mean, uh... Doggy, 35. Holy How crap. about a 35? Oh, you rolled That's a, a critical success, no, I believe. Not. No, it's not. I think. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, because you have evasion. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the great part. Lomang and Dougie both get critical successes, so you're unaffected. You jump around, <laughs> hop around, and like, oh, ha, ha, hoo, hey, ho, ho, ho. Uh, Gomez, on the other hand, takes a bit of damage as it grabs you and does 20 points of damage to you. What kind of trap is it? Plus 10 negative energy. You don't know. You literally just walked into it. So hands are grasping at you, trying to grab you. What do you do? Are the hands just disembodied floating or they hold from the blue hands stretching out from the hallway stone tile? So Uh, they are grasping at you. From the ground. From the ground. Uh, What do you do? You uh, I retreat. I run away. Okay. Uh, we run forward, right? I attempt to break away and retreat. It's a trap. Okay, oh, Dougie, move forward. Gomez, what do you do? Oh, you guys suck. You Absolutely guys 100% suck. move away. Yeah, that's a trap, dude. That's not That door is false, I bet. Okay. I never well, wanted to go to those, those doors in the first place. I want to go I want to go down the passageway with a path. Well, the anyhow, trail. Dougie, you are now on the other side. And yeah, the, the safe side. The hands dissipate and disappear. Yeah. And you are in front of double doors. Actually, you could probably disarm that trap now. Probably could. I. How would I do that? It looks mag. It seems magical in nature. Uh, you know that you have an. You're an expert in that field. Uh, you, you you can dis- you can disable that magical trap just like you disable the trap over the treasure room. It's it's like the same thing. If it's okay, if it's a trap. If okay. it's a trap, but yeah, it looks like a trap. Well, someone will have to um, figure this out. That's an easy roll for me. I do have my. I have so many bonuses for. Uh, okay, you figure it traps, out. I, I'll say Dougie. Devices. Dougie figures it out. He spends a little bit of time and actually uses, of all things, occultism, believe it or not, and realizes. Really? Yep, that these are disembodied hands that are haunting this hallway, and that you can either use religion to excise the. Or intimidate to 
Tell them to oh get out of God. here. Get out. Well, be gone, spirits. Those I'm gonna stamp my foot. I'm gonna stamp my foot. And so go, go, get out of here. Get, get, get. And <laughs> you need, you need a, a young priest and an old priest. You need to burn some sage. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I do have. I'm trained in occultism and intimidation. So, well, it's religion and intimidation. Religion. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Oh, uh, well, I'm gonna do an intimidation. Okay, you do the roll. You go up to that and you say, "Get, get out, get, spirits. get on here, get." Oh, a oh, natural that's a twenty. <laughs> Twenty-eight natural. Oh my 20. god! Wow, the spirits. Nice. They, they, a lot of crits they, today. they rise up. And dissipate and chase out of the hallway and and bye bye spirits gone woo this hallway is clean this hallway is clean Basil can you first and you, aid and you literally just, yeah, 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 you like just can you heal my soul can you hear like my soul better walk through that hallway like la da 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 he's like he's like yeah he's like doing the Saturday Night Live he's like yep dip no more hands for me I scared them off with my intimidation weird trap. It's safe. Is it safe? It's safe. I bet you these doors have issues, though. I'm gonna tr- search this whole area. Uh, I don't. I don't know uh, for traps, for secret doors. All of this looks really fishy. Yeah, you. You can spend a little bit of time. It's literally just a twenty. It's just a hallway. Okay. okay. And there's yeah. double doors in front of you. And listen. Well, yeah. I, it's it's not a tomb of horrors. It's a tomb of horrors. It's like a junior tomb. It, of it's horrors. it's you know what it's it's a uh, what's the, it's a tomb it, of unpleasantness. It's a, it's a tomb of it's a tomb of not yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not horrors. It's just re, it's a, a tomb of tomb a bad of, night. Tomb of moderate discomfort. Yes, tomb of moderate discomfort. <laughs> you know, I, I watched a video of someone talking about the old tomb of horrors and how it was. Really I watched bad it. Movie. I watched that same video. I know exactly. It's yeah, impossible. Like that guy because there's nothing you could figure out. Like it's nothing. There's no power. Patterns like right. you oh, yeah. be able to figure out. It's like you just sort of a lot of random. Right. He ran it for a whole bunch of people who had twentieth level characters. They all died. Every yeah. single person died. died running it as written, like truly as written. Yep. And it is impo- It actually is impossible to. There, there is one. There is there is one solution to Tomb of Horrors. Don't go in. And Don't go in. Uh, and Chris, you you are actually the master of this. You 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 know the solution. Uh, Animate dead. You get you get you get uh, guinea right. pigs. You, get you, you pigs. create you, you create there, an army of there, guinea pigs. Right, right, right. So there. so like uh, like uh, like, yeah. like minion guinea pig whatever. Stick your arm in that thing. Do that. They pull that lever. Do, walk through that thing. It doesn't work really because I'll send you the video because he goes on to explain. Like for example, in that main hallway, you literally have to chisel your way through the wall to get to the door. And there's right. nothing to indicate it. It's totally so. Even if you put an army through of dead, it just goes through a hallway. You set off the traps. There's still no way out because you have to. Yeah, I, I saw that video or another one. There's like right. three or four different places. It's impossible. Where there's not yeah. not only is the solution itself difficult, but there's literally nothing that intuitive that would tell you to do it. Right, right. The, 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 guy the irony, yeah, exactly. Just like the, the irony of that is that it's a, this is actually quite interesting as far as game design goes and as far as, as far as dungeon design goes. That dungeon was that dungeon was designed specifically for cheaters. Uh, all, all the other games, everybody else understands a conceit that, like, oh, you pick a lock, you don't just break it down, or, or like, you, like you pick a lock on the chest, like you don't just smash it from behind, and like, and everybody's like, like they're 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 assume these uh, uh, just ways of behaving, like you don't mine through the wall to get to the other room. 
when he was playing, he was playing with people who do do all that crap. And that dungeon is actually literally designed like you have to be cheating in order, like you know, like cheating in order to beat it. Like that that was the the whole probably (laughs) was the whole concept was you would do completely unconventional things like. I have my army of orcs mine through the side, like you know, this is and, and do all that stuff. Oh, it's, it's, it's not intended to be played the way we all think these games are supposed to be played now. It's 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 just, it's just it's it's before all that. It's rough. You learned the following. You learned that there's an undead horseman who is cursed, and you think you can remove the curse somehow. You're doing something. You have no idea what it is. It can be an item. It could be killing something. It can be going on a quest. You have no idea. And he'll probably be back. But it's probably going to be a while. It's not going to be like five minutes. It might be a week. It might be a day. It's, it's not quick. You learned that there's a roper that is speaking some <laughs> language. The roper. That is collecting trinkets and shinies and will negotiate with you if you can give it enough. And... um and it has some weird alternative motive you don't understand. We can solve that with a third level comprehend languages scroll. Because then we can talk to it. Mm-hmm. And we can potentially come up with a permanent solution. That's you learned idea. that the statues will kill you if you're not wearing an Aerodin thing. You found a trail, a thick trail. Now that you see it, do you all see it? It took a little while because you weren't looking, but now you're like, oh yeah, now I really see it. And very recent. So probably a couple of people who went through into that cavern. So that narrow passageway. We found a very strong door to stairs that go down. What? You have no idea. You found double doors, which you're going to open maybe. By the portcullis to the east, don't forget there's a weird box that has a hole in it that you don't know. And there's another passageway, natural passageway down all the way to the east that you didn't check out. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here. Uh, so that makes me wonder. I, I just have to ask a question to everybody here now. And this could just be maybe confirmed because they, we should have known from, or we should have gotten information from the, from the people who sent us, and sent us on this mission. But I, I was laboring on the presumption, and I think we all were laboring on the presumption, that the cultists were physically themselves moving through this section of the dungeon to get to where to get back and forth to wherever it is that they were yes this is their headquarters that's actually the case because because everything that everything you just said and all of the stuff all of the stuff that all the stuff that said doesn't add up to that like it 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 right it indicates that that they're in here somewhere but their entrance and exit is some completely different location and we're just following the path that the previous that the previous agents took john i forget it was john or chris that said it but but if you have an aerodin amulet it looks right, like you, you get could through go Aridan Amulet into the little passage and b- b- bypass most of the first level. Right, which makes I mean, sense for what the, which I makes mean, sense for what the yeah, agents yeah. would have done that we're that we're, whose trail we are following. Like, are we following the agents' trail or are we following the 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 cultists? Oh, you could be both. They were never seen again. It could be both. I mean, this could be. You don't know. You have to investigate that more. It's Barney Sacknessum. It literally could have been that was how the cultists walk in, and then the agents 
found the trail and now they're following it. So everyone's I mean, using the same journey trail. to the center. Basically, of the I was saying like we, I, I want to assault the castle, but I don't want to go through the the, the, the drawbridge. I want to go through the like uh, uh, the, the the drain. That that's that's what I, I, I got to tell. I still think that that's that that's that little craggly little narrow passage that we passed that has the that has the trail of, of, of footsteps going down it. That sound that looks like what that's what that is. That, look, that looks exactly like what that is. We haven't been before anywhere, anywhere, anytime, anywhere. Yeah, there's literally there's there's um there's these double doors you haven't been through. There's this passageway way to the east that you haven't been through that goes down. And then there's the narrow passageway with all the footsteps. For what it's worth, you can see the yellow line, right? If you see the yellow line, the yellow line is um, kind of a straight shot, right? To like you're avoiding pretty much. You guys have gone everywhere except where they went. You guys are doing the inverse, which is beautiful. Right. I'm saying let's not do that. <laughs> so so they, so they, so down that passageway, down down that little tunnel. Yeah, you haven't done that yet. But there is a little benefit of exploration. It. It'd keep the horseman from coming back. Because I'd rather not fight him again if we don't have to. Yeah, that would suck. He's he's going to summon that nightmare again. I like experience. I want to get eight bubble. Let's see. I'm going to do it right now. Let's see how much experience. Because you got a lot. Okay. 677 experience. Two-thirds of the way to level eight. Wow. Nice. That's great. That's great, actually. Already. You guys are flying. There is something. There is something that we could just like open every door and encounter everything. It is just as a training exercise to level up. <laughs> it'd be higher level when we just actually fight level. those yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time you do something, I'm not really going through that. You get experience for everything you successfully do. So really, that does it. So really, forget everything I said in like the first few sessions of this. Like, the, like we are heavily <laughs> incentivized to open every door, engage every encounter. Way ahead of you, Seth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.